How many times can we say homage in this episode? Homage. 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 And that's a French word? Mm. Things. I'm not a linguist. Linguist. Linguistic anthropology. See. It's one of the four four facets. You're a facet. You're you're a towel. Um Yeah, so Welcome, 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 welcome back, nerds and nerdettes, to my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I am damn sure it's your favorite podcast. Much ado about nerding. We are a brother-sister nerdcast that discusses everything from classic cankerous creeps to sharp, shiver-inducing shows. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies, and by my side, as always, is my ever-loyal, through thick and thin... From hell to high water, my player two, the Luigi to my Mario, the Foggy Nelson to my Matt Murdock, my little sister, Selena, Sally, Sal Bow. Hey guys. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I love when my brother introduces me. It's the best thing ever. Um, so, Sal, what are we going to be discussing this week? So today we've got a doozy for you. Um, if you guys have checked it out on the social medias we were uh doing a duo with another podcast slashers pod uh where we do a movie review on the crow with those guys it was a really good time um so we're kind of going to do an homage to that and we're gonna do a little bit of a review slash talk about uh creep show the new show the old movies it's gonna be a Screaming good time? I know we're going to use that later. <laughs> Screaming good. A slashing good time. A gory good. Gory good. A gory good time. Gory good time. Um, here, as always, on Much Ado About Nerding. Um, and as always, when we're discussing movies, TV shows, video games, comic books, things like that, spoiler warning is in effect. Uh, we will try not to reveal too much. So even if you listen to us and go watch it, we're not going to spoil too much for too much, you. Yeah. Um, but there will be that. So, um, so yeah. So if you're interested and you want to go in with a fresh slate as I did, as Sally did, turn this off, go watch it, come back and listen to us. And then press play. And press play. Yes. Yes. When you're listening. Can't (laughs) listen without pressing play. Nope. Um. So that's what we've got on the docket today. We're pretty excited to talk about this. Yeah. No, we are. Um, but before we get into that, Sal, how was your, uh, how was your week? I had a really tough week. Did you? I no, did. I know you did. <laughs> I, uh, again, I'm going to apologize. I'm so sorry for the late episode. It's been a pain in the back, literally. I, like, did something to my sciatic nerve, and so editing has been a pain in the back, and I'm really sorry, guys, but we're, we got it out to you, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been, actually, my back has been killing me, too, um, from carrying this fucking podcast. Hey, Whoa! how did I know that was coming? Actually, no, I had back problems, too. 
This is like a 50-50. She didn't know if I was telling the truth or not. <laughs> Thanks for the genetics, parents. Yeah. Well, I just... Yeah, probably that. Probably that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So other than that, how other than your back, how was, uh, how was the week? I mean, it's been typical quarantine life, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. nothing too crazy. Playing Breath of the Wild a whole Breath lot. Breath of the Wild. Zelda. <laughs> yes. Um... But yeah, nothing nothing interesting happened to me this week, as I'm pretty sure most of us are finding out that nothing interesting has been happening for the past two months no, <laughs> to no, us. No, but no. I'm glad you're all staying safe, and I'm glad that we're staying safe. Yep. So, flatten that curve. Yeah. Safe as we can be. Uh, Joe, how was your week? Actually worked a full fucking week. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worked on Monday, Tuesday. Uh, it wasn't work. It was kind of work. Um, helped a buddy move. Wednesday, worked. Thursday got to work, and Friday, oh, I guess I didn't work yesterday. But you know what? I got that D&D session fucking ready, and that shit is fucking... Let me just tell you guys, I'm very excited as to where this is going. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I, hit, I hit a fucking wall and just killed them. <laughs> <laughs> there was no saving throws. There was nothing. They just died. They actually caused the destruction of the human race. This is accurate. Yeah. Yes. Um... <laughs> But yeah, this is this is our campaign that we're playing since our normal DM had a baby. He had a baby, so, so he's um, not getting any sleep as his his wife not getting any sleep, so. and probably their other kid not getting any sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the younger sibling, so I, I didn't have to go through that. Yeah, actually, no. I always woke up, but it was never like a bad. I would just like lay in bed and be like, "Oh, what they're doing? What are they feeding her?" Oh, she's crying she again. Always fucking crying. <laughs> um, so yeah, so congratulations again. Uh, Jay Wall, um, love to have you back, but please take all the time you need. Uh, yeah. D&D pa- obviously pales in comparison to a fucking child. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> y- your priorities are straight. Congratulations. Good on you. Yep. Yeah. So you want to get into it? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, just another thing. Excited about our fishing trip tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We're actually going to get out of the house. It's going to be social distancing fishing, though. We're still... I mean, we'll probably, we're going in the same car, um, but our um, cousins are not no. going in the same car, and they will be six feet away from us, but yes, we, we will, will yell at each other. <laughs> and so we're not going to catch any fish, because yeah. we're going to be yelling from six <laughs> feet away. So. And I've never fished there. So. Story Lake? Yeah. No, it's a good time. I've never done Story Lake. So. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. Also, sad news. Um, did you hear Roy? From Siegfried and Roy, died of the Corona. Also, little Richie died. And but little Richard, little Richard died at eighty-seven. That mm-hmm. was that was just old age. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think he was. He died of complications from the Rona. And with Coach Coach Shula, of the of the perfect Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he died earlier this week. So, boo. Condolences to those families. Boo on that. Boo on that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So. So, like Sally said, we are doing this episode in honor of our guest spot on Slasher's Pod. Um, And if you guys don't know by, you know, our brief little introduction, the beginning of who they are, uh, they describe themselves as, well, they are a horror movie review podcast. um, And they describe themselves as follows. They are three guys with virtually no credentials talking about movies and more-er for those who love horror each week, they provide a movie review, history report, biography, or something entirely bizarre. 
with episodes ranging from slasher classics like Friday the 13th to harrowing accounts of paranormal cryptids with event coverage and creepypastas in between. They pride themselves on having something for every gore-loving goon. And that's what they call their listeners. They call them goons. Goons. Mutant goons from beyond. Um, It was a great way to see how other people do their stuff. Um, I've been listening to them for a long time since they started this one. They had a podcast before this. That was about the UFC. Well, well, like MMA, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, and and the biggest thing with me and them is I I would listen to them talk about movies that I love. uh, And it's more the gory, campy horror movies, like from the 80s, early 90s. I mean, they do some mainstream stuff, but uh, like Castle Freak. Love that fucking movie. Now. I've never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've um, seen that one. They did Carrie. They did a, g- a great one on Carrie. Um, the 13th Warrior they mm-hmm. did. Um, but the the best part about that, their dynamic is I would listen to the show and then be pissed that I couldn't freaking argue and or agree or add my two cents right, um, right, with right. them, which I think is a great which is a great way to do your podcast because then you're engage it, you're engaging without people being able to engage. So I would always be in there. That's how I was saying slide into their DMs. <laughs> that's how we started talking. But um, yeah, it was great. Um, great to actually finally talk to them face to face. Ish. Ish. Well, I mean, it was. It was over. What did you do over Zoom? Uh, Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts. There we go. Um, it's great to do that with them. Those guys appreciate them a lot so after you listen to our episode which dropped on monday the 11th please go through go back give them a follow um they're on all the major podcast um forums yeah i listen to them on um i used to listen on an apple podcast but then i got a google phone so now i listen to them on spotify spotify no it was a really really as you've said a thousand times, great experience. But it was awesome to, like you said, kind of see what goes on behind uh, their podcast, behind the screen, behind the veil kind of thing. Um, and one thing that I really loved about it was the dynamic between Jake and Brian mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of our dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> where, you know, you'll, you'll make a lot of good points. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I 100% agree. And... Then I'll put like a little a little two cents in there, and then you'll make like six other good points, and I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah you're a hundred percent right. Well, so what you're saying is, me and Jake like to hear the sound of our own voice. I didn't say that. Yeah, you yeah, said but that, but I think Jake will agree with me where you are <laughs> in that aspect. He's a hell of a lot more um, organized than I am, and um, yeah, but definitely, like I said, opened my eyes to the way things can be run, and we're gonna adapt some of what I learned from them just in our brief two hour hangout sesh with yeah. them. Um, and uh, adapt that to ours. Yeah, no, and it's 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 great. You guys are doing a good job, and you've taught us noob podcasters a thing or two, yep. so yep. appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And now, join us as we dive into Creepshow, the movies from the 80s that we love and the one that we don't from 2006, <laughs> as well as the show on... Um, Shudder. On Shudder. Yes. From 2019. Uh, so just a little background on this uh, creep show. Uh, the first creep show was released in 1982. It's an anthology uh, horror movie with five short stories, all written uh, by Stephen King. These were all his first um, 
time writing for movie? Screen. Screen writing. Or yeah. screenplay. There you go. It's the first time writing a screenplay. And it's also directed by George A. Romero. And you might know him as basically the father of the modern zombie. Yes. To horror heads everywhere. He's almost like a Stan Lee type mm-hmm. um, uh, type figure. Yeah, he stands up there with Carpenter and Craven. Yes. And yes. King. Yeah, Stephen King. So after Creep Show, the success of Creep Show, uh, you had Creep Show Two, which came out five years later, nineteen eighty-seven, directed by Michael Gornick, who was yes, Gornick, directed by Michael Gornick, who was the cinematographer on the first film, and it was actually written by Romero. So you still had you had a sequel, but you still had a lot of the original players still in play. Yeah, the big hitters for sure. Um, And they're all still based on Stephen King's stories. Mm Um, this one only has three stories, but um, the movies are all, or the short stories are all filled with campy horror, which I love. Absolutely. Um, you're not really trying to be scared. You're just trying to be entertained and be like, oh, that was gross. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's, I think all three films, even the 2006 film is described as a horror comedy because yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of. Good laughs that are intentionally there, but then there's a lot of good laughs that are not intentionally there. Where's my cake, Bedelia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's super good. Uh, the 2006 one, holy God, it's bad. I've never seen it. I saw clips on the YouTube to see if I should spend like the $2 to rent it on Amazon. No. No, not even worth that. Mm-mm. Not even worth that. Um, and I, But I think they also kind of did away with like the whole like, comic book graphic novel type thing. yeah so just a little background on where creep show come comes from it's actually um something that stephen king wanted to do um he wanted to do a movie that paid homage to the old ec comics from the 40s and 50s and these focused on horror um true crime sci-fi and and of, of those most notably right tales from the crypt um you know so if you didn't want to read you know about superman saving a cat out of a tree or something like that. You would right. read these more gritty books. So what he did is he made, you know, he basically made, quote unquote, his own horror book um, in the form of this movie. And the cool thing is that the Creepshow graphic novel was released with the movie. Right. Telling the same stories and featuring the same art mm-hmm. as was in the um, the original movie. Yeah. No, it was uh, super rad. And as Joe informed me after I watched the new Creepshow um show he he told me that the the crypt keeper from tales from the crypt which i i have four seasons of those and the creeper are not the same it's the creep actually oh the creep the creep yeah yeah um no i I was saying that different i was wrong earlier when i was talking to you about it It, it, yeah it's just the creep well yeah you you came up to me and you're like well i mean the crypt keeper wasn't as funny in this that i'm like wait no you're talking about creep show it's the creep, or I said the creeper the pen. But yeah, it's the creep. It's not the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, I was upset, and then he informed me of that, and I was like, uh, oh. Oh, yes, they're different. Okay. It was just their version of the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, this was the um, this was Stephen King and Romero's Love homage. Child. Yeah, to, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and Savini. Mm-hmm. They all, um, they all loved the genre. They all loved those books, so they made their own. Right. And if you're working with your buddies, then shit, man. Because, you know, you, you can't tell me all those guys aren't, like, actual friends. Homies. Yeah. When you when you love horror like that. Yeah. And when you make good shit. 
Yeah. No matter I mean, what media it's in, mm-hmm. it's, you're all going to mm-hmm. talk about it. So now that we got the old school stuff out of the way, um, I don't say old school in a bad way, but because those are some of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Definitely time to get into the new Shudder series, um, Creepshow. It came out last year. Um, and also, we're not actually getting paid to say this, but if you sign up for Shudder and you use the code SHUTIN, you get 30 days free. Yeah. So, And then it's only like $5 after that. I might just pay that. Oh, I did. Just to keep, yeah, just to keep Shutter around. Yeah, because there's a lot of good, a lot of good, and a lot of good bad, and a lot of good bad movies. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of B movies on there. Movies that, that you know you don't really hear about in the theaters or make a big deal. Like Dead Birds. Didn't watch that. Yeah, don't. It's <laughs> fucking bad. Um, but Shapiro, where's the engine? It's just so bad. It's yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry. But then there's a lot of classics on there as well. So if, if you're looking for a place to get your horror movies, and like you said, we're not getting paid to talk about this, but Shutter's great. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it it really is. Um, so, Cell, uh, how many episodes was season one? Uh, season one of Creepshow on Shutter is six episodes, twelve tales total. Twelve tales total of terrifying, titillating transmutating traumatizing traumatizing stories <laughs> Tories <laughs> <laughs> um, no it, yeah it, each episode has two tales uh, each episode's what 30 minutes 42 maybe something yeah like that. something like 30 to 40 minutes um, yeah and they're pretty decently they're they're pretty well done they're uh, and there's actually Super fucking surprised. Because oh, yeah. usually when something like this comes out, you're like, okay. All right. Um, it is produced by Greg Nicotero. Yes. Who does? The Walking Dead. Yes. Yes. He does The Walking Dead. I think he kind of made it. And he was like, fuck, I'm going to do something that I'm going to go out on a limb here. I've already made my money. So. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do this. Well, and, and uh, Shudder has an awesome bonus episode for Creep Show where Nicotero kind of talks about how he's come full circle. Yeah. yeah um, well, he thought he came full circle with The Walking Dead, and then he got to do this, and was like, oh, shit. Maybe I'll do three. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'll do three full circle. Yeah, he, he worked on um, Day of the Dead with George A. Romero, mm-hmm. um, doing kind of the makeup and special effects for that. And then he, he one of his first jobs, actually, was working on the first Creepshow movie. So that's mm-hmm. that's how he came full circle, which is, like, super cool. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's cool to see when... It's cool to see adults that that we you know we kind of look up to as adults mm-hmm. um like geek out oh yeah you know and he kind of geeks out a little bit uh, he holds it to better he holds it together better than most people do um but that's why i kind of like like the new the, the mandalorian um show on disney plus star wars show but everyone on there is a huge fucking star wars fan and that's the first thing they talk about is like holy fuck like you look around you're like I'm on a Star Wars set. Oh, shit, I'm in charge of this. <laughs> oh, man, they put me in charge. Which also means that it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault if I fuck up. If you guys don't like this, I am a Star Wars fan, I promise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that's why The Mandalorian um, was so good, is because it was done by Star Wars fans. Yeah. It was written by um, Favreau, and uh, and he's a huge geek, mm-hmm. so that's really fucking cool. Um, so back to what we were goddamn talking about. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, produced by Greg Nicotero, 
Was Savini in any? Like, I don't think he was in any episodes, was he? No. 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 Which would have been kind of cool. Right. If they could have got him. Um, Savini was the makeup guy that did the first, well, he was like the head of makeup mm-hmm. and gore in the first two movies. And that was like back in the day when you had to use practical effects, which All makes it. it that much better to me. And I would say that a vast majority of the effects effects in this are practical. Yeah, I mean, Greg Nicotero, if you watch The Walking Dead, you will know that he's a practical effect guy. If he can use a practical effect, he will absolutely use that practical effect. And that's what, again, I'm going to bring up Star Wars again. Because <laughs> that's who the fuck I am. Uh, but no, and that's actually what J.J. Abrams did. Um, with the new Star Wars stuff, he was like, no, we're not going to use CG. We're, well, we're gonna, but if we can fucking put that big-ass alien goddamn cow-lizard thing drinking water, if we're <laughs> going to make that, we're going to make that, because that's fucking cooler. And yes, it might not be able to move as cool as, you know, a CGI thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you know, it just, it, it feels more like the old Star Wars if it's a puppet, if it looks like it was made by Jim Henson, it just it just feels more like a Star Wars movie yeah. that way. Um, and I could see this creep show paying the the new show paying homage to the old movies where most things were practical effects and blood and, and gore and fucking pustules popping and shit like and that. And over the top, which is yeah, is, is, yeah. I mean, like you like you said, the first creep show movie was based on a, a comic book um, series. And in comic book series, you have things that are over the top. You have that spraying blood that would not happen. The anime arterial spray. Yeah, you, it would not happen in real life, but in in the show, just to just to get you that much more, you know, they're gonna put six gallons of blood squirting yeah. out of this guy. You know what I mean? So it's it's great, and and like you said, it's a great homage to the old movies. Uh, it, it, that brings up uh, brings to mind. Well, first of all, Kill Bill two. <laughs> um, and we all know the episode, but uh, Adam's Family too. When they do their, is it Adam's Family two or one? It's one. Adam's Family one. When Pugsley and Wednesday do their little thing, and Wednesday like chops off Pugsley's arm, and it's like literally like <laughs> a fucking gallons and gallons of blood spraying. Getting out. it on the front row and then some. Yeah. So so fucking good. I love it. I love the over the top <laughs> grossness. Yeah. And that was actually one of the things that I kind of. Um, that I noticed that this was a bit more gory oh, than yeah. the original. Yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. original didn't hold back, but this one was definitely like, oh, okay. All right, we're just going to smash those heads in a sink. We're just going to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm here for it. Right. And I'm not really a gory time type of like horror movie fan. Like yeah. if, if there's too much gore, um, like Hostel, I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch Oh, well, that's gore porn. That's yeah. different. There's a difference between, again, <laughs> gore porn and creep show let's just say yeah there's, there's a fucking difference but like i can't i can't watch that um but this i think was like the perfect amount for me because like it was over the top to where it's kind of funny you yeah. know what i mean yeah so yeah. no i dig it i dig it for sure um yeah. Yeah. so what is another thing that you liked about this <laughs> um like i was talking uh, we we kind of did a little bit of a briefing earlier um but like i was talking about the nods to the to the the OGs, basically, um, the first episode of this creep show show. If you pay attention enough, you will find so many Stephen King nods that it like made my little geeky Stephen King loving heart mm-hmm. jump mm-hmm. with joy. It yeah, was so, fucking fantastic. So I definitely noticed 
how it modeled Stephen King's actual character in the first Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how the monster was basically the same. Two, I did notice the Georgie reference mm-hmm. from It. Yes. Um, what was the other ones? So uh, the act, the first scene. Um, well, it starts off like a comic book panel, which I fucking love. I fucking love it so much. Um, but you see a wall of missing pets. And on that wall, if you pay attention close enough, you'll see that there's Cujo. It's the same Bernard on there. And then you'll see Church from Pet Cemetery. The black cat. Yes. Um, and as you uh, go into this store, further on in the story, you will see that there's a newspaper that they kind of spend a little bit more time you know, on panning. Yeah. yeah it, it's like a slow pan yeah. across the room and it kind of you front and center is this front page. Right. Of the newspaper. And on that newspaper, it says missing Grady twins. And if you guys don't know, that's from The Shining, which I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah. Oh, now, oh what? another one. Another one oh, that shit, I just remembered. She just remembered it. Um, so Greg Nicotero actually uh, directed that first episode and mm-hmm. the sheriff in that episode is wearing a King's County Sheriff uniform. Oh, shit. I paused and I walked up to my TV and I was like, it's King's County. And if you guys don't know, that is uh, where Rick works. Rick is a King's County Sheriff officer. Yes. Yes. So yes. That's, there's a nod to The Walking Dead in there yes. as well. Um, also a little bit of a, a sawing good time. Let's just put it that way, folks. Um, <laughs> with that sheriff, great first episode is great introductory. It was a great introductory episode, um, and you actually brought up something that I love about the original Creep Shows and about obviously the the new show that I forgot I neglected to bring this up. Shame on me. <laughs> um, is the scene change? Well, not all the scene changes, but the scene changes and the story changes. It kind of goes to a an old comic book style, right? So like you you know it'll it'll turn into like it'll go from live action to it was drawn animated. There you go. There you go. Live action to animated, and then he'll like an unseen hand will turn the page, and then like on one side it's like order now for these these monster monster cards. Yeah, not like Yu Gi Oh monster cards, but like fucking Frankenstein and stuff like that. And or like, the creep. The creep, yeah. Um, or you can order a tank, or you can there order was actually, a voodoo doll. There was actually one, well, and that's from, they actually used the drawing of the voodoo doll from the voodoo doll in the, one of the originals. They also had the creature from the crate as one of the monsters, I noticed that too. Yep. So there's a lot of homage, there's a lot of throwbacks, a lot of people paying their dues and their respects to the, the stuff that was done before them, which I fucking love. Yeah, and, and kind of like what you were saying is they they made the first creep show. It's just a bunch of these these horror movie gods basically, um, just having a good time making a movie, mm-hmm. um, and and that's kind of what Greg Nicotero wanted to do was get a bunch of his buddies from from you know recent horror movies, and make a good movie paying homage to you know these guys that they looked up to since they were kids. Mm-hmm. So. Or gave them their break into yeah. showbiz, yeah. Um, as it was in uh, Nicotero's case. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You had brought up uh, to me earlier that that's how that was one of his first movies was the first Creep Show. A mm-hmm. um, couple things I didn't like, and these I, are nitpicky things. I don't <laughs> like to just like shower things with like you like praise and praise and praise. Right. I'm gonna nitpick a little bit here. Okay. Okay. Was it as many cameos as I wanted? Right. Uh, the first Creep Show had a shit ton of fucking cameos, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but also to the creep. He was he was cheap. He was it was cheap. All he did was laugh in the first movies. Like he actually introduced the stories. Mm-hmm. There was kind of like a, a background story going on outside of the stories that kind of tied it. Ev- well, it didn't tie everything together, um, which was cool because it was uh, in the first creep show. It was Stephen King's kid. That's exactly um, what I was gonna. If you kid. you guys can see it, but I put my finger up and I was like, oh. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute! That's what she did. Um, no, the creep just kind of like laughed and did was like doing stupid things, like drinking a beer. I mean, Getting it made his sense. Palm red. Yeah. Well, no, that was in the that was in um, Creepshow three. Was it? Yeah, that was the intro to Creepshow three. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, the creep just seemed a little cheap to me. Creep was cheap. <laughs> um, but if I'm complaining about the segue in between stories, then you're probably doing a pretty fucking good job. I think I'm going to agree with you when you say that, like, it kind of, there are some episodes that are a little bit stronger than others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are a lot of episodes that, um, well, not a lot, because there's only six episodes, but um, there were a few episodes that kind of fell off for me. It wasn't as yeah. um, memorable, I guess. Memorable, and if I'm looking to pick up my phone, and I could just, like, listen to your episode mm-hmm. and then eventually just tune you out, then yeah. you're, you're probably not doing a good job. Yeah. I'll definitely go back and watch them again. Um, oh, I've already watched that entire series, like, four times. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's just a couple of those stories that make it all... I shouldn't say make it all worth it, because there's not really a bad episode. It's just kind of the... The first few episodes are really good. You're like, oh, fuck. And then I shouldn't say fall off, but... They didn't it, finish as strong. They didn't uh, hit the par. They they set the they set the par with the first couple, and they set then the bar. Well, par also. Well, yeah, but the the term is actually the set, bar. Set the bar. Set the bar. They set the bar with the first few episodes, <laughs> and then um, a couple of the later episodes just didn't didn't hit that bar. They didn't hit home. Yeah, they didn't hit home. They got to about second. Mm-hmm. They, they they hit a they hit a nice double. Yeah. It wasn't that home run. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna complain about anything on this this new series, that's that's gonna be the thing. Is that's gonna be it? Is you didn't hold my attention. Yeah, you didn't hold my attention in the last couple ones. So uh, yeah, I'd rather have four strong fucking episodes than six. Meh. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, stop pumping out movies every year. No, man, it's Disney. Gotta milk no, that Mickey a, Mouse teeth. It's the reason why. It's the reason why when George Lucas was like, "Well, I'm selling Star Wars and Disney," he's like, "Give me a number. I got cash. <laughs> I literally have cash right now because we release movies yearly." Yes. We beat things till they're dead, mm-hmm. which actually didn't happen to Toy Story, which I'm fucking. Still didn't I'm see the fourth one. Oh my god, it's good. And I haven't seen Frozen two, but I've heard it's very good. I haven't seen Frozen two either. Um, but I'm not emotionally invested with Elsa and Anna. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Toy Story fucking four, it's not the fucking cry fest. Although there's three. moments, there's moments where you're like, oh, that's funny, but I get it, I get it, Woody, I get it. Well, but it's not three where they're like, well, we're gonna fucking die. <laughs> well, I think in three, like that's when everybody, you know, was bracing for the end. Yeah, we all. It's a trilogy. Most most yeah, it's a trilogy. Yeah, we were we were we went into that movie theater like ready for this to end, this but not end. ready. Yeah, because you can't be ready for Toy Story to end. Who no. who can who can prepare themselves for that? No. You can't. 
No, you can't. Jesus Christ, man. Horror story. And to bring it around back to horror, Sid's carpet is the same carpet in The Shining. Bringing it the fuck around back into horror. (laughs) Stephen King, let's go, motherfucker. Um, So we've talked a crap ton about Mm -hmm. the new show. Yeah. You want to get into the movies a little bit? A little bit more. A little bit more. more. Um, So actually, before we do that. Okay. What was your, give me your two favorite stories from the new show. So I'm going to say that uh, House of the Head. House of the Head, yep, that's my favorite. Was 100%. was was top up there because it was speaking of Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> right, bringing bringing it all the way around. Um, no, it was it was creepy enough to where I was like, oh oh no, what's gonna happen next? Well, she would move the flashlight from one room to the next, right, and then go back, and you're like, oh, where did the little the little dolls the are gone? Little dolls go. Little dolls. Little dolls. Um, that was, that was really good. Um, if you don't want to be left in the dark, if you want your own flashlight, you're going to have to watch the episode. Yeah. Guys. Uh, you have no excuse not to, uh, shutter even without the thing has like a seven day free trial. Right. Like always. So, um, but ultimately that was my favorite. Um, and bringing it back again, the little girl in that episode is Judith Grimes. Oh, that's Judith? Yes. Oh, I know. This little Judith. I love it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> Such a nerd. <laughs> I just love how Greg Nicotero just nerds. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a fan. Well, I think to him, it's kind of like a family thing. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, well, yeah. this is a little girl. I didn't really necessarily watch grow up from like a baby baby, mm-hmm. but. Because she plays older Judith. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. When we do the time jump. Anyway, uh, but yes, because I will, I will just go on for days. Um, but yeah, so newest season, newer seasons of The Walking Dead. That's the older Judith Grimes, which I, I freaking love. But again, it, he knows how she works and and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. so it's it's easier to work with somebody that you're familiar she with. Wears Carl's hat. <laughs> Rick's hat. It's Carl's hat. Carl wore that fucking hat more than Rick ever fucking did. <laughs> Rick wore it for like four fucking episodes. True. But they also <laughs> did an homage to Indiana Jones with his hat. In The Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't watch the new. I haven't watched the new. No, it's not the newer seasons. When? It's in season one when they run into the Vatos. Oh, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> and Glenn Actually, goes back for the hat. Yeah, he, yeah, he does the, the hat grab. Yeah, so, so grown up short round saves Indy's hat. <laughs> Boom! Full circle. <laughs> Boom. Um, that was that was a theory too, when people were saying that uh, Glenn was just the it was the same actor that played Short Round, and then Glenn's like, "No, I'm Korean, bro." <laughs> Korean dick. Yeah. Um. So my second favorite episode is probably going to be it's a tie I think from the Monkey's Paw, which is one of my favorite. Um. It's, it's one of my favorite stories in general, um, but I think the way that they portrayed that was a really good good way to do that, um, where you get, like, the three wishes and then Yeah, so any, yeah, anybody who doesn't know, like, the lore behind the, the monkey's paw, the monkey's paw is basically, it's it's a monkey's hand mm-hmm. with the pinky cut off, and it's got three, hand, three fingers sticking up, and it will grant you wishes. Mm-hmm. But when you wish for something, it gives it to you kind of in a negative way. In a terrible way yeah. in some cases. Um, 
like I just wish I had all the money I wanted. And then my wish is granted, but it's because my wife dies and her I get her insurance, insurance money yeah. comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, or my you know, or you inherit something from like your mom who you know who you love or, and stuff like that. So it it always has like a negative. The whole "be careful what you wish for" you might yeah. just might get it type thing. Um, brings up a point. Don't let me forget it. That whole "be careful what you wish for" thing. Um, <clears throat> so monkey's paw, one of my favorite stories. I really like the way they did it in this new creep show series. Um, so it's a tie between that and the finger. The finger I love because okay, so both of these have a great cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, the finger has probably my favorite cameo in the whole thing. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to let you guys fucking watch it so you guys don't know. Or so you guys know. Um, but the um, the monkey's paw has the senator from the X-Men yep. who turns into a jellyfish. Basically. <laughs> um, and he actually does a really good job. Like, he's, like, kind of creepy, but, like, literally at the end of it, you're like, he wasn't even the bad guy. No. Nobody was the bad guy, really. No. Um, you're just doing human nature things. Human things. Do human things. As a human. As a human. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so those are those are probably my two favorite. Uh, well, three since there was kind of a tie at the end there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really I would definitely choice. agree with the House of the Head. My favorite so far. After that, I might say the Man in the Suitcase. Okay, that was a good one. And only because it's like. Dude, that is so fuck. It was kind of funny. It was. It was. It, it had. It was probably the most funny. Well, I think it's because it was probably one of the most relatable. You know, you're a stoner kid that's dropped out of school, going back to your parents to ask for money, kind of thing. Also, his girlfriend wasn't that hot. I don't know. Why is that heartbroken? I don't know either. Um, but no, I, I, I just mean like the script was fucking funny, but also the concept is funny. What do you do when you find a, find a alive person? In a suitcase. Folded into a suitcase. Folded, yes. Yes. And not of their own volition. No. There are limbs where there should not be limbs. (laughs) And just, again, the practical effects and the actual actor in the suitcase acting his ass off, being funny. Fucking loved it. No, yeah. I love that one. Um, A lesson in human greed, my friends. And that was really good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. so please, uh, again, we can't state this enough. Please go watch these. They're uh, really good. If do you, yourself a fucking favor. If you really like horror, or if you like campy horror, these are these are the episodes for you. These. I mean, if you show. can, if you could fucking stomach Black Mirror, you can stomach this shit. Easy. Yeah. Black Mirror is way more fucked up than this. Oh yeah, these are fucked up, but they are not like oh fuck. Making you have an existential crisis after yeah. you watch an episode. Although San Junipero, love you to death. <laughs> Fucking love you to death. San Junipero. That's just, that's just a moment of silence. Ooh, baby, do you know that? <laughs> also, Favorite episode like, for more than one reason. Lesbians still in women way all the goddamn time. Yes. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good, 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 good stuff. But I'm going to go back to that point that I was going to make. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, point. Um, point made. Taken. What I loved about the first creep show and the second creep show, and I have not watched the third one. I'm I refuse to watch the third. I don't want it. I don't want. I'm not gonna. T- <laughs> What's the reason why I don't watch um, the Star Wars Christmas special? Ooh, it's so good. I've heard a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but 
first creep show creep show 2 and now this creep show series on shutter what i love about the stories and and how stephen king writes them is there's always a moral lesson in every single episode i wouldn't say a moral lesson but it definitely shows you like yeah he got fucked over because he did this yeah and yeah. it's usually usually because you were you were a fucked up person maybe you were fucking a gigolo and you were going home late and trying to beat your husband home and well you hit over, you hit a hitchhiker <laughs> Um, Thanks but, for the ride, lady. But I, I love that about these stories is there there's always mm-hmm. uh, a lesson to be learned in in every single episode. The suitcase is a prime fucking example. Yeah. Uh, don't be fucking greedy. And I well, I don't know about houses of the head. There might not be a lesson there. Other than don't throw a tiny head that you find in a house into your actual house. Yeah. <laughs> um but also, yeah. like, then you just, like, sold it to some black lady. Yo. It's like, hmm. We're not going to destroy the house. We're going to sell it. Because we spent a lot of good money on this well, shit. But also, it's a, it's a kid not wanting to tell her parents, you know, what's going on or, or something like that. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. I still hurt. I still heard you. I still fucking hurt God you. God damn it. I was it's way back mic. here. You have a really good mic. That's why. <clears throat> um, But, yeah. So, that's that's kind of what I loved about the creep show series and tales from the crypt i mean almost every single story in that there's a lesson to be learned well, it's like i, I like I, I brought up in the cartoon episode uh gi joe masters of the universe they, mm-hmm. there was always but in this episode this is why they got into trouble so don't talk to strangers yeah say no to drugs yeah help your friends listen to your mom don't beat a guy in a suitcase for money <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking shock him with a car battery <laughs> don't lo- don't lock U.S. soldiers in a jail cell well, with I a mean, French they, woman. They kind of they did that to themselves. Well, well that, their that, companion that ass- did, yeah. One asshole did, yeah. But he, I mean, he got his comeuppance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just loved it too when like it just shows the screen of the field and him like running past, and then you hear an explosion and you just see limbs fly. <laughs> yeah, you just see his arm and his leg fucking fly <laughs> out. I yeah, fucking I loved like, that, dude. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I, I just, you just, you know what you did? You gave a key grip a job. And you just had to throw, throw a limb. limb. Bang! <laughs> that's it. Limb throw. Okay, cool. You did it. And that's how they do it. They have the director standing ready. He's like, got the, the, the fucking, um, the bullhorn. Bang! And then everybody does what they need to do. <laughs> yep. The smoke guy and like the flash guy and the fucking, the limb guy. No, that, that was that was one yeah. of my favorite practical effects from this too. <laughs> you just see his limb, but it's off screen. You don't see him get blown up. You mm-hmm. just see his limbs flying around. And it, it's also one of those things. I, I actually remember watching that and being like, "There's no way your fat ass was fucking running for like literally an entire day straight." True, true. There's no way. I don't care if the entirety of the fucking Nazi army is behind you. <laughs> You're not running that fucking. Far you far. can't. Not like in Apocalyptica. Oh, God. That guy literally runs for, like, four days straight. Oh, I'm tired just watching him And then his, like, wife gives birth, like, well, she's trying to keep her toddler from (laughs) drowning to death. She's trying not to drown, and she gives birth in a hole in the ground that's filling up with water. (laughs) (laughs) People were just so much harder back in the day. Resilient. That's how we got here. Then the Europeans fucked it all up. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, at the end of that movie, like, oh, look at that. He saved his wife. And then, oh, there's the Spanish landing on the fucking beach. 
No, you're fucked, buddy. Yeah, Fine. you're all dead. Maybe don't all of that was for nothing. <laughs> maybe don't show them to your village. Mm-mm. But also, none of this would be here without that. It probably would be better without that in mm. this, this country. Yeah, we wouldn't be here. We, we literally. Yeah, you and I would not be here. Would literally not be here. No. We'd, We'd be speaking Spanish with a lisp. Um, no, we wouldn't even be here. I mean, I guess maybe our souls, if you believe in that. I don't know. I'm just saying, just because those two people made half of our people, and then the other half were just the whole part of that half. Mm -hmm. Boom. That actually makes a lot of sense if you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got you. So, back to the movies. Uh, The first Creepshow movie, as we said earlier, came out in 1982, which I would say is definitely the upslope. Would you say of the like slasher movie as a genre type like yeah like a like a campy horror I would yeah, say is the like campy is horror. early eighties um, mid eighties kind of which thing. which 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 we don't mean in a in a bad way no no, a no derogatory no. way no, it's no, just no. a it, I, I think it's kind of a genre it's a of, subgenre of horror yeah. yeah absolutely like we were talking about earlier with gore gore porn um, is is a subgenre of yeah, horror gore porn can do it. <laughs> When you snip somebody's Achilles tendon with fucking scissors, I'm done with you. Mm-mm. When you like burn a little like Asian girl's eyeball out, Ugh, oh god. god, that's so bad. <sighs> Even saw. But the fact that we watched it though, yeah. like we we watched I it in entirety. I, but I didn't go back and watch it. No, no, no I, I think have, I've seen Hostel twice. I think I've seen Hostel once. I, I will never watch that. And see, and I can't watch Saw two. I can't because watch that Saw 2 because scene. of the needle fucking scene. Yeah. I can't fucking do that. It's, God, it's so, oh, man. Oh, so, but well, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, in 1982, you kind of had the upslope of the slasher flick. Um, it was brought on by um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Friday the 13th, came out in 1980. You had uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, came out a year afterwards. Is it 83 or 85? Oh, 84. I'm so sorry. It's two 84? Years. Yeah. Good year. Yeah. Good year. Good nice, vintage. Very, very good year. Good vintage. Strong but sweet. Mm. Yes. Both of those things. I'm America's fucking sweetheart. <laughs> Keep telling yourself okay. that, big uh, brother. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but no, I, yeah, this came out during that whole time, and I really think it helped. I really think it helped um, boost, boost the genre. Oh, definitely. And like we were saying earlier, it had a bunch of like hard hitters like Stephen King and Romero mm-hmm. and um, Savini. Savini. I was going to say Satini, but I knew that that was not right. Houdini! <laughs> um, and then you had Wes Craven also involved a little bit in that. So, boom. Boom. There it was. Big hitters. Um, so, with that, um, first off, can you give us a rundown of what was in the first creep show? Of course I can do that. So we have the epilogue where we meet Stephen King's son, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Hill, as he's known as an author. Um, we have Father's Day. We have The Lonesome Death of Jody Verrill. We have Something to Tide You Over, The Crate, They're Creeping Up on You, and the epilogue to find out what happened to Stephen King's son's character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the uh, the voodoo. It's basically a voodoo doll story, right? That he gets from the, the creep, creep show, show comics. Um, so, what would your favorite be from that? So, out of the first creep show movie, obviously, uh, 
my favorite's going to be the Father's Day episode. Um, every Where's year, my cake, Bedelia? <laughs> yeah. Every year for Father's Day. Where's I, my cake? <laughs> it's so fucking good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was an asshole dad. Um, yeah. But they still gave him a Father's Day cake. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> actually. Um, but every year for Father's Day, I send my dad a still or a gift from that um, that episode. And underneath it, I say, where's my cake, Bedelia? Happy Father's Day. And he gets a kick out of it because Creepshow is something that I used to watch with Dad over and over and over again. <laughs> we used to watch the uh, – he was the first – he was what, the one that introduced me to Joe Bob Briggs, um, his, like, trailer park of horror. Yeah. Like, on Cinemax, like, he would just, like – he would he would host a show and he would show, like, campy 80s horror f- films on, like, Cinemax at, like – 11 o'clock at night yeah. before like Skinamax before they started showing like softcore porn right um, no he introduced me to that and like Toxic Avenger and all these campy fucking horror movies and yeah this is one of this is one of them oh yeah the creep show for and sure it will always remind me of dad absolutely always remind me of dad where's my cake Padilla? so yeah Father's Day episode Father's Day always reminding me of dad for more than one reason also fucking weird because dad is just so enamored and just taken aback by gifts oh yeah he he, he gets like the biggest kick it. out of them he's like that's just really funny how they do that cool dad it's just a moving picture over and over yeah, and over again seriously have you not watched harry potter <laughs> it's a little chubby kid in a fucking <laughs> yellow overcoat running away from a monster <laughs> or whatever yeah. <laughs> no it's uh yeah so yeah. father's day and then of father's course day. you you can't go wrong with the crate which is is up there with one of my favorite um, horror movie shorts. I wouldn't even call it a short, but it's kind of a short. Um, mm-hmm. But so memorable, and it sticks with me all the time. Yeah. No, no, The Crate is definitely classic horror. It's the mysterious box. Shit's going on. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, no, the crate is really good. I would definitely have to say mine is the tide. Something to tide you Something over. Something to tide you over. Yeah. Um, it's it's got uh, Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. Just so off the wall weird. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That's a, that's um, more a weird psycho. One. It, it, it's more psychological than it is gory. Um, but also the bug one. Oh, yeah, they're creeping up on you. They're, they're creeping up on you. The, I, one, the bug one. I the mean, germaphobe that locks himself in and cockroaches literally kill him. Yeah, and, and, and that's coming from, like, anybody who you, you feel something on your skin and you're like, oh, God, it's a bug. Yeah. No, and I hate, I hate bugs. <laughs> bug. Hate bug. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it, it, I mean, good. that whole movie is so just good. Gold. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's and it's actually kind of hard to pick a favorite from that. Um, The Jodie Verrill one. I mean, it's Stephen King is starring oh, yeah. in that. So yeah, well, he, how do you not love it? So he's playing a spinoff of the yokel from The Blob. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then even in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, they play a fucking spinoff of that yokel yep. as well. Yep, Um With his dog named Pooh. Pooh didn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um, for those of you who don't know, I think my favorite horror flick of all time is Cl- Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Joe will so argue for days I that that is. I fucking love that goddamn a movie. A great horror I've film. I've said this before. I'll say it again. 
they used those the killer clowns. They used those um, costumes for Ernest Scared Stupid. Yep, the masks. Yep. I looked um, at pictures. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and then they used it again, like we said earlier in um, in the show. Right, right. They used that same trope, I guess. Yeah, that that again the homage yeah, to the the homage to the uh, original Creepshow movie. Yeah. But um, overall, great great movie. If you're you're into the campy 80s and you haven't seen Creepshow, what are you doing with your life? Because that's that's definitely up there with something that you should watch you're all the time. You're basically slacking. Absolutely. You should probably give yourself a stern talking to. Yeah. So, uh, Creepshow, that's 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 what we've got there. Um, you've gone over your favorites. What do we got for Creepshow 2? So, Creepshow 2, um, that was 1987, made five years after the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Uh, didn't have as many short stories, but they they did make them longer, which is, I guess, okay. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, in 1987, sequel came out, Creepshow 2. Not, um, not like the second chapter or anything like that. You know, just Creepshow 2. Boom, there it is. Short, simple, to the point. Um, you have the uh, the prologue, which um, has a little boy waiting for, like, the, the stack of books to come off the uh, the delivery truck and it's actually the creep throwing them out and he's like oh little Tommy <laughs> you're so eager to get your hands on this you're dying to do it. and it's like he makes like some stupid fucking pun Which that I love. everybody love. fucking loves and they eat it up and then he starts laughing they drive away and he gets it and then he goes to the post office to get his um his the bulb for his Venus flytrap mm-hmm. and they eat meat and he makes like the sounds and stuff. Nine ninety nine. So this is this is also shows like the age of this movie. That was COD. He had to pay to get that mm-hmm. to get his package. You don't do that anymore. You nope. just give fucking Amazon your goddamn credit card number and you're 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 good. Yep. Um, he actually had to pay money, and I was like thinking like, what if? What if you never came to get that? Because you know the post office fronted that money on your behalf. So what if you never came to get your package? Then the post office. This is why the post office post office is about to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny service. because it's a government entity, and they're like, "No, this is you. You make no money. No, you just lose money." Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So that that's a whole little cartoon interlude things going on. Right. Um, the first is Chief Woodhead, which I think is fucking great. I actually like. Like all of them, <laughs> I, I don't really have a favorite. Actually, I do have a favorite, but then like rewatching it, I'm like, ooh, didn't uh, hold up. No, it didn't. Well, it didn't. It's not like it didn't hold up, but it's definitely the '80s. And ugh. so you had Chief Woodhead, um, you had the raft, and the hitchhiker. Ah, yes. Thanks for the ride, lady. Um, in Chief Woodhead, a Indian Native American guy, um, which is. And he's actually modeled after, like, the Plains Indians and not the desert um, natives. So it's already, like, hmm. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, like, it, and it's it's not brought up during the whole thing and blah, blah, blah. It, it's really good. Like, this thing comes back to life and kills people. And that's fucking cool. Um, but the raft, I would have to say, would be my favorite. Yeah. Not the hitchhiker. I'm very surprised. Well, it's just because the hitchhiker has a quote. Like, it has a very quotable quote. Right. 
So that's why you would think that. But no, the raft is really cool, which is these teenagers going out to this lake, and they swim out to this raft in the middle of the fucking lake, but then there's something in the lake that eats them. Mm-hmm. Like, really actually dissolves them. Yeah. Um. But there's a lot of misogyny in it. Oh, 100%. And, like, a very creepy, rapey part, and I'm like... It's still my favorite, but I don't like these parts. But again, I mean... And I don't want to blame it on the times. I'm like, that's never been okay to just... No, 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 no. Lick a boob when <laughs> when she's asleep. That's not okay. No, 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 I don't no, care no. if you're a skinny little doctor kid. Like, no. But the misogyny thing, I mean, you have to be... And I kind of, like, I almost get it because it's the mean jock being like, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to pop you. Yeah. And so it's like the chick flipping out and the dude... He's flipping out, but he's trying to, yeah, he's flipping out, and the only way he can get rid of his fucking aggression and his anger and his energy is to take it out on her, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. not okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's probably, I shouldn't say that, okay. I'm going to say that it wasn't intentional because he didn't seem, he seemed like more like the fun-loving stoner jock type. Right. Not I like to have that, a good time. Yeah, not that that kind of asshole, but. Yeah, it's just just the time. So you would never get away with putting something um, like that in a movie if it's not the bad guy, which is good. Like, I'm not saying it should be. It should be. No, that's no. Def- it's definitely, I would say, a product of the times, but I'm not making an excuse for it. No, no, no. And that's what I was going to say is it's 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 the times. It was It's the writing. It's, it's what a male figure in his teens would be looked well, at more at like that college. time. More like college, yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, young adult, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how they were looked at in that time frame, like in 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 the late eighty late eighties. Um, but again, not making excuses. It's not right. And if you try to put that shit in a movie now, like, good fucking luck. Yeah. Well, you're 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 gonna be the bad guy. You're you have going to be, to be eaten alive by everything on the internet. Yeah. No. No. I agree. And then there's the the part where. I mean, I get it. The chick you were trying to hook up with got eated. But, yeah. Maybe mm. don't just, like, grope and lick, lick a boob of a sleeping woman. Not. That's not cool in any era. So, no. Yeah, no. It's not acceptable. But. It <sighs> and then she gets her face fucking eaten off because of it. Because you put her down on the fucking deck. But this is this is a thing. This is like a. a, a slasher films of those times is is they sexualized women a lot mm-hmm. i mean you have you have the, the the sex scenes where they're getting really hot and heavy before they get killed by jason <laughs> yeah well, well no no and i get it and and i will definitely agree with you yes they over sexualized women but they also made like it became the trope now mm-hmm. that women are the heroines. Yes. It's the woman who survives and kills the bad guy. Oh, absolutely. So it was both set women back fifty fucking years. Right. But also kicked them forward seventy five. I mean You know what I mean? You think about uh Ripley from yeah. Alien Man. Yeah, yeah. Though she wasn't overly sexualized. Absolutely. She de- well, in her underwear she didn't look too bad. Well, I mean, but, but they didn't. All, they were all in their underwear. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have her her boobs hanging out in in any scene in that movie. Mm-hmm. But she was the badass that became the heroine of yeah. that movie. So yeah, no, no, no. Like you were saying, 
set women back, but also kind of gave them that little oomph to be the badass of the movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you could even look at um, at um, Scream Queen. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. She wasn't sexualized. Not at all. Because it was her, and even her older sister that was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, I think she was topless combing her hair. But they never showed boobs, I don't believe. Oh, no, there were boobs. There were, oh, there there were boobs. boobs. I don't, I, I don't watch boobs. Halloween one because it's bad. It's <laughs> not a good fucking movie. It's so bad and I love it. <laughs> I love <laughs> I it so it, much. Yeah. Um, but no, 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 her boobs 100% yeah, were, yeah. were in the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but no, Jamie Lee Curtis was in her weird blue blouse and her giant bell-bottom jeans the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And the only skin that she really showed was when she got her shirt slashed by Michael one mm-hmm. time. That's it. And then we have like the babysitter who was like boning her boyfriend and yeah, making popcorn. Yeah, but, but, but then in a again, shirt. it's also the um, it's it's almost kind of giving you a moral of the story: don't have premarital sex because Michael Myers will kill you. <laughs> He'll get you. Or Jason. Or Jason. Or he's will just because you were having sex while he was drowning. Exactly. Boom. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's a it's kind of a good moral compass. At the same time, also, maybe yeah. don't put that in there. It's it's not necessary to the story. Well, I mean, but if you look at the way like Tall Tales and and um, not so much Tall Tales, but like urban Fairy legends? Tales, oh. Fairy Tales and Urban Legends, they're they're made for that. That's that's why they say don't go out and make out on Lovers Lane because the man with the hook will get you. Don't go swimming in a ditch because La Llorona will fucking get you. Crops, he'll get you. Crops. That's also on Shutter. That that documentary. Oh yeah. Um, I'll rewatch that. Um, so yeah, and then the hitchhiker is basically. <laughs> I brought it up earlier. Uh, this lady who's spending her husband's money to have sex with the gigolo is she falls asleep after having sex and she's trying to rush home and she accidentally runs over a dude. Well, that dude attaches himself to her car. And drives her basically fucking nuts. Thanks for the ride, lays all fucking bloody and shit. And then he ends up killing her. I know what you did last summer. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I know what you did last summer, but cooler. More to the point. Less nipples. I, Far I'm less not, nipples. I'm not going to complain about Jennifer Love Hewitt's rain-soaked, tank-topped boobs. But Who would in the 90s? You know, well, now I wouldn't. <laughs> what she's is, still the ghost good. whisperer. She's, what's her name? Yeah, she's <laughs> so bad. No, and, and 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 again, okay, the sexualizing of women, and I'm sorry, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, but she's good looking, and she. When know. you find somebody attractive, sometimes you just gotta say it. She also fucking screamed at him. What the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah. What are you waiting for? Thank you, Scary Movie. Thank you, Scary Movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Creepshow 2, not as memorable for me as, as really? Creepshow 1. I don't I don't know why I didn't attach to that one. It's not bad by any means, mm-hmm. but it just didn't resonate with me the way and Creepshow did. So you said that Creepshow 1 reminds you of Dad. Right. Do you know what Creepshow 2 reminds me of? What? Uncle Ray. Why? He, that was one of the movies he would always put on when me, Carlos... And Martin would stay over at his house. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's one of the horror movies. That and, like, fucking Puppet Master. Yeah. God. 
I can't. With fucking, um, with Auntie's goddamn, like, porcelain doll <gasps> collection standing right there. Yeah, it's, tell me about it. I had to sleep in those rooms. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I did that before you did it. <sighs> and that's funny, because, like, every time I think of my Nina and Nino's house, I just think of Selena, because that's all we watched. <laughs> with me and Lexi. And then Jocelyn mm-hmm. came around. And then Jocelyn ruined everything. Right? <laughs> First it was just me and Lexi. Well, that's what we used to say. Me and Geneva used to say. And then fucking... Alicia. God, Alicia around. fucking came around and ruined the goddamn room. And now we're all best friends. We're gonna go fishing tomorrow. Hey, oh yeah. Well, minus Geneva. She's been living at the lake for a month. Yeah. Fuck you. So, Sel, uh, before we end this episode, any closing remarks on not just these movies, but the uh, genre in general? Um, So I could say a lot about the horror genre in general, um, but we'll probably get into that later on this year. Um, But as far as Creepshow goes, um, this this movie and and this series now has kind of reignited um, my love for campy horror and and mm-hmm. and the fact that they've they've done so much for the genre and it's it's just good it's 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 good time fun it's scary but also funny so you're not like wanting to watch a Disney movie after you watch I was this just movie say, you don't have to watch Lion King after you watch this movie <laughs> right you can watch this movie and then go eat or take a nap or fall asleep but afterwards. also I think with us the slasher movie doesn't scare us no 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 it's the demons it's it's the more it's the, the religious fucking, paranormal part it's of the it. fucking demons yeah 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 when you when you go into like exorcism and demons and ghosts like fuck that no no no, no I'm not I'm not about that but if you show the me like of Deborah Logan Deborah Logan oh, it's so good it's, it's so, so good, good. Yeah, it's awesome. oh god oh god um but no I creep show has a, a a special place in my heart because I used to watch it with with um dad all all the time and um I'm really glad that they've they've done a really good job of kind of revamping that 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 genre Mm -hmm. because it's not like they're trying to modernize it in any way if anything they're trying to recreate you know that 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 80s 80s feel feel. yeah yeah so i really like it um i'm super stoked about it oh yeah i was actually on and i'm not gonna lie i was actually kind of disappointed they didn't remake at least one or two of the old ones but we've got we got plenty of seasons yeah plenty of seasons to go man this is true but still i was kind of like I mean, I'm really excited to see the crate because if you watch the first episode, like one of the first scenes, you you hit play on Shutter, and one of the first scenes is the crate, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna redo it, but they didn't. But like, I'm really, I I I'm hoping deep down in my heart of hearts that they remake the crate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want them to redo all of them. No, no, just do a couple. Yeah, just to be, just do a couple, and I think that would be good. But like we said, we can't remake the the wrapped. No. Well, not 100%. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Maybe you do, you'd have to do like a straight couple and a gay couple. Yeah. No. We'd have to make it PC for yeah. sure. It'd be a straight. Yeah. A straight, straight couple. biracial couple. Oh, straight biracial. But <laughs> um, black people and Asian. Okay. Okay. We're making Asian a blazing. dude, black lady. Ooh. Yeah. Because you don't see that much. No. 
So with that being said, um, the second season is already supposed to come out and hasn't yet. I wonder if that's a COVID thing. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. Might be a COVID thing. Let's hope it's not a COVID thing. Let's just hope it's uh, people being lazy. Right. Um, so second season of Creepshow should be coming out on Shutter hopefully soon. Um, like I did, please watch the first season at least four times. <laughs> It's, it, you find something new every single time, mm. and that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah. And when you do, please uh, please jump online, and please let us know what you thought, if you agreed with us, if you don't agree with us, if you think it was all awesome, or if you think it was all a bag of steaming, piling crap. Um, piling. Piling. Steamy, piley crap. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. If you liked it, you didn't, let us know in the DMs. Um, what was your favorite episode? What was your favorite episode? What did you like about the original movies? What did you not like aside from the misogyny <laughs> in the raft? Yeah. Um, uh, but also, uh, do you like campy horror? Is that something that you actually fucking like? Some people actually don't. Like, oh, they there's a lot see of people. Quality, and I should say more like quality storytelling rather than the girl, the monster, people around her die girl kills monster yay which is why i love scream because Wes craven made the fucking fun out of that he made fun of the own his the genre he helped to make exactly and he turned it on his head yep he even made um he even had the rules of which we all knew at the time i mean like i'm in like middle school early high school i was middle school I was in middle school. We all knew the horror movie rules. Mm-hmm. You smoke pot, you drink, you have sex, you're going to die. Yeah. So with you guys staying inside, maybe, you know, social disti- distancing outside. That's what we're going to do. We're going to social distance outside. Um, please listen to our past episodes. Listen to the new episodes. Give us a recommendation. Give us a like. Pass us on to a friend, a family member, an enemy. Yeah. Just pass us on to somebody. Um, But we would also like to thank you uh, during this time for spending your time with us. Let us try to entertain you. Yeah. Um, That's ultimately what we're trying to do with this. It's it's just provide entertainment. Yes. Yes. Also spend time with each other. Exactly. Because that's what we do. But um yeah yeah entertain you guys uh maybe bring up some topics that you guys want to talk about and please by all means talk at us with that shit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, bring mm -hmm. that shit don't miss me with that shit Mm -mm -mm. i just i just learned that (laughs) last week okay boomer (laughs) that's literally two (laughs) fucking generations ago okay (laughs) jesus christ we're in the same generation um yeah, no, please, uh, please slide into them DMs. You can find us on Instagram at Much Ado About Nerding Podcast instead of spaces. Those are going to be underscores. You can find us on Twitter at our handle is at Much Ado. And if you want to email us, you got something on, you want to pass on a video, something like that, it is Much Ado About Nerding 2020 at gmail.com. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you stopping by lending your ear and letting us entertain you for about an hour hour and 15 ish ish (laughs) (laughs) thank you for coming around nerds and nerdettes and until next time stay safe stay sane stay nerdy and stay kind to one another nerdy on
Dirty on so. Dirty on Joe. This has been another episode. Much ado about.